Thank you for joining me for this episode of God Talk. You know, sometimes when we wake up, we're just kind of struck with uh, the um, the reality of the world in which we live. And if we're going to be real, um, this uh, this world is wicked and it's evil. And some days are more of a reminder of that than others. I have to tell you, uh, this morning was one of them. I was uh, on my way to go play tennis this morning and had seen on my news app that uh, the WNBA star Brittany Griner was released from Russia. Uh, this is something that's been in the news well before the election. Uh, Brittany had uh, been playing on her off seasons from the WNBA um, in Russia, uh, makes money during the off season. And as she traveled to Russia this last time, uh, she brought some um, some vapes, I believe it was, that had uh, marijuana in it, and that was found by their customs, and she was arrested for it. Well, this was just tragic, tragic to the uh, to the Americans, and uh, you know the Russians are holding an ex-marine and um, certainly other people of of sig- significance in uh, their country, but um, it was the uh, WNBA star that uh, just so uh, preoccupied the attention of uh, the White House and probably many Americans as well. Well, so they finally reached an exchange. And so what did we have to give up in order to uh, get Brittany Griner, which is um, a lesbian, black, WNBA woman, uh, back out of uh, Russia? And, 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 you know, she, she pretty much checks all the boxes. Um, woman, minority black, lesbian, I think the only thing that she might be missing is like a legal alien or something like that. And then she would certainly have uh, all the qualifications for what uh, we value in terms of society these days. Uh, But she uh, was traded for a person by the name of Victor. I don't know if you pronounce his last name, Bout or Boot, but he's an arms dealer. He was an arms dealer to warlords and to rogue governments. And he is one of the world's most wanted men when we arrested him, I believe, in 2008. He has a nickname, Merchant of Death. And I just have to tell you, I'm beyond frustrated that we're willing to sacrifice and give up uh, pariah on the world stage, uh, an evil man <coughs> who is dubbed Merchant of Death and sells arms to rogue governments that are used against men and women of the United States military and citizens of America that w- were trading him for a WNBA person, lesbian, that went to Russia to make money on the side. But because of her minority status, because she's a woman, and because she's a lesbian, it checks all the boxes for the people who would want to celebrate her release. And so we we trade someone that has very little 
societal value, and I say that as someone who myself has very little societal value. I, if I went to Russia and committed a crime, I sure hope the United States government wouldn't trade me for the merchant of death, an arms dealer who causes all kinds of harm and wickedness around this world and puts the United States men and women of the military in danger. So when I say someone of low significance, listen, she she's a basketball player for the WNBA. Where does that like somehow make that sound like that's an equal swap or a good trade? And frankly, she was doing something wrong. Now, the punishment certainly didn't deserve, wasn't fitting of the crime she got. But how many people risk their lives to bring this warlord, this arms dealer to, to justice and it's traded away for someone who plays basketball in the WNBA in which like the, no one even watches a WNBA. And what's the value once again? If, if you're going to make trades, that, that it's got to be of equal value. And it blows my mind. But this is what Kamala, Kamala Harris and President Biden and, and, and the left are celebrating. Micah Parsons, I just read it. He actually is like, what the heck? What are we doing? We left a Marine back there. They've got an <coughs> ex-US Marine in custody. And, and we left him back there. And we made the trade for someone that like plays for the WNBA and was over there doing a side job when she broke the law it's beyond beyond frustrating and it's nothing personal against her it's just that we elevate all of these different statuses to somehow equal like a rogue arms dealer if she wasn't lesbian would it still matter if she was white and, 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 and not black would it still matter if, if she was like just an ordinary citizen and not like the, the, the renowned and famous WNBA that has like 30 people watch a game and that, I think that's with television I mean w- would it matter we don't care what's right we don't care what's moral all we care about is you know what what's going to win us points politically and it's absolutely disgusting and it makes me want to get sick That's what we woke up to this morning, if you read the news. Another sign of this present evil and this wickedness that is just uh, constantly assaulting uh, us in this world is uh, the Twitter files. And maybe you've been listening to that, but Elon Musk, like the Wizard of Oz, I love that scene in the Wizard of Oz, um, when uh, Toto finally pulls the curtain uh, out from behind the wi- the wizard, you know, who's a scary figure, flames, alien, scary head. Uh, Toto pulls the curtain back, and it's just this old man, this old man that's pulling a bunch of levers and stuff like that. Well, his initial response is to try to, you know, pull the curtain back so that they can forget that he's actually the one that is pretending to be scary when he's not scary at all. Well, Musk is kind of doing the same thing. He's pulling the curtain back on how Twitter was operating. Uh, before he took charge and uh, a lot of the media the main networks aren't even reporting it or they're trying to minimize it it's like they're trying to pull the curtain back 
and, and acknowledge it hasn't happened, but there is an immense amount of wickedness that's going on between government, the FBI, and big tech, and we see it in Twitter. And it, the, 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 the first files that he's dropped to kind of show this collusion that's taken place all revolved around the, the 2020 election and the Hunter Biden story where uh, the, the FBI and, and Twitter knew that the story was real. But the FBI told them that, you know, the Russians was were going to maybe try to sabotage the race and that they should bury the story. So, you know, between the Biden administration, well, it wasn't administration yet, uh, the Biden campaign and the FBI and big tech, Twitter, uh, they, they just buried the, the news. If you try to post it, you, you, you were blocked and you weren't allowed to post that story. And if you didn't follow the rules, eventually, you know, you would get banned. <laughs> It's crazy. You know, we talk about virtual reality, right? Now, there's virtual reality is just crazy in and of itself. And in my opinion, stupid in and of itself because it's not reality at all. But at least when you strap on those goggles and you pretend to be, you know, Dak Prescott or whoever, uh, or, you know, you, you plan to be like neighbors of Snoop Dogg in this virtual world or something, you know, it's not real. But you see... The way that they control information and control what comes out and doesn't come out, that is they, like Twitter or, or Facebook or any of these major tech companies, uh, they control your understanding of reality, of, of what you hear and what you don't hear, uh, of what is considered truth or not truth. And to control information like that is evil. And we see that not only is big tech involved in it, but the FBI is involved in it and even highest levels of the government. Let's add to the evil. Talked about this a little bit last week, the defense of marriage bill, which is really no defense of marriage at all. You know, we, we, we have we have tried to make everything acceptable. And the only thing unacceptable is to say that certain things aren't acceptable. And so we're tearing down every institution that we can, um, especially ones that have faith, values, and morals like Christianity. And, and we're, we're like tearing apart marriage and we're tearing apart family and we're tearing apart the church and society. And guess what? Does anyone think it's going to work out well when you do that? If I had a wicker basket, and I started cutting every um, every every other strand. How much weight do you think that can hold? Well, what if I only left like a couple strands at the bottom? What do you think is going to happen? It's going to rip and everything is going to fall out. And, and that's the end goal. It's anarchy. It's evil. It, it's, it, it doesn't matter. It's destruction for the sake of destruction. It's like a kid being in the backyard with his magnifying glass just wanting to watch the ant fry. And taking great pleasure out of it. That is what's become of our society. It's wicked. It's evil. And, and along with that, a story that is back in the news is uh, what took place in Virginia, Landon County, Virginia, where you had the boy that was wearing the skirt that was allowed to go into the women's restroom, uh, raped a, a girl in, in, in the restroom, and uh, a teacher's aide walked in on it and, and didn't even do anything about it. A teacher's aide walked into the girl's bathroom where a guy pretending to be a girl just because he was wearing a skirt is now raping a girl and did nothing. It was covered up. Uh, the superintendent covered it up. And, and it, 
then they shipped the kid to another school. No one talked about it. It just like the, the Catholic sex abuse uh, scandal, which is evil and it is evil uh, by media. Uh, but they don't talk about the evil when when uh, teachers, aides and superintendents and school districts try to cover up things. Well, eventually there was a little bit of accountability there. Uh, the superintendent was fired for uh, uh, fired, but not for cause. So he gets like, I don't know, $320,000 payout to be fired because he did nothing to protect the students of his school district and covered up someone who not only raped and abused someone at the one school, but when they transferred them to another school, they did it too. Why? why? Because, well, because we can't like, we, we can't persecute transgender people. We got mentally ill people that we call normal. What has been deemed by society as healthy for, for, for the structure of the family and the, the continued procreation of humanity has been turned upside down and you can't say that's wrong. We don't care about Marines that are in prison in Russia. What we care about is, you know, lesbian WNBA minority women that are, are there. And once again, I, I don't think it should be about any of that stuff, but the fact that that's who they put their effort to release, that's the only thing that they care about. It, it shouldn't be about your sexuality. It shouldn't be about your, your, your race. It shouldn't be about any of that stuff. But in the end, like you're, you're trade trading an evil arms dealer that, that is killing the men and women that serve in your military uh, because you're trying to save someone that was over in Russia willingly to work a side job and broke the law. I mean, seriously, it is an evil world. And you know what? I have to be honest with you. It feels like it's useless sometimes, doesn't it? I, I, I mean, how many times do we have to hear this insanity and it just continues? But you know what? I, I just want to encourage you, even though it feels useless, and it does. I mean, like, it's worse than spitting in the wind that comes and blows back in your face. I mean, what good does it really do anyways? We are so off the charts in terms of normalcy and common sense. And we've so embraced evil and so hated good that that it's hard to imagine there's any recovering from it. But I want to encourage you with this. You know what? <coughs> it's never useless. When you stand for what it's right, it's never useless. You know, everything else in life, there's like a, a risk reward. But there can't be a risk reward when when we talk about what, what's right and what's wrong. You know, what? whether you leave your job or don't leave a job, whether you move or you don't move, you know, whatever, everything in life has risk reward. And, and, and if the reward is, is greater than the risk, then you're a fool for not to, to try, probably. You know what? When it comes to, like, doing what's right and fighting against evil, it's never about risk reward. Because the risk of doing nothing far outweighs, even if it seems useless or futile. And, and the good news is, as we see throughout Scripture, that you know what? When God's involved, he usually gets involved when it seems useless and futile. 
you know, when you think about the Israelites, when they were coming into the promised land, they had to uh, battle Jericho and it was a well-fortified city. They had no way of getting through those walls. It, it, it seemed useless to even try to stand up against it. But you know what? God has them march around the, the city one time a day, seven times on day seven. They blow their trumpets and guess what? The walls fall down and, and they rout them. They destroy them. Good defeats evil. You got the story of Gideon and the Midianites, and there are so many Midianites. It was they're compared to locusts. All you see is soldiers. And and, and how did God choose to to win that? It was it was an improbable. There's no way they, Israel could win that. So God sends all but even three hundred of of Israel's soldiers home. And with those three hundred soldiers, um, God destroys the Midianites. It is. It does definitely feel like, why bother? Maybe in your family as you're battling your kids who are being influenced by this present evil in this world. Maybe at work you just feel like you're banging your head. What good is it? You know what? I need to just go with the flow. No, don't go with the flow. Any other time you have to weigh risk reward, but not when it's dealing with good versus evil. I've said it before and I'll say it again, time and time again, to do nothing in the face of evil is evil. And so even if it looks like we're going to have our rears handed to us on a plate, we will speak and we will stand up against the evil that is so, so embraced by this present world in which we live. Until either sanity is restored, the Lord returns, or all those who are faithful to him have been wiped off the earth, it really doesn't matter. But we will speak, and we must speak. Thank you for joining me for this episode of God Talk, and I look forward to talking to you again next week. God bless.